best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. You will rest in these. Best on the mic. Featuring your hosts, Darnell the Playmaker Salines, and from Sportsway, Dre Day. Best in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's been a while since you had the three of us on here to do the best on the mic tournament. But after getting through the Sweet 16 and had the Elite 8 set, we are here. You know me, the playmaker, Darnell Silence from Jacksonville, Florida. All the way over and down in Texas, it's the Barry Man of Texas, Ellis Alcazar. What's going on? How's it going, brother? It's good to be back. And representing Brooklyn, New York, my man, the Hoods ESPN, Dre What's going on? What's going on? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Ah, I love that part. All right, guys. We went through the entire Sweet 16. We are in the Elite Eight. We have made it this far, fellas. You still feeling good? Feeling great, even though, on my case, my predictions have not very been accurate. I'm not too, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too thrilled with this right now. <laughs> I know why you're not too thrilled with this. We're going to get to that part a little bit later. But let's go ahead and recap this Sweet 16. Our first matchup took place back on September the 4th. We had The Rock, Dwayne Johnson going against... Jim Cornette and I mean kind of figured how this was going to go we knew how this was going to go oh well uh 23 to 11 The Rock has moved on to the Elite 8 any comments this reminds me so much of a Vince Russo wrestling versus Jim Cornette wrestling because we know the mindset difference between those two Vince Russo was the Attitude Era while Cornette's the old school dude so that's the way I kind of see it because keep in mind, gentlemen, Vince Russo was the writer during the Attitude Era. Anything to add, Dre? Well, I mean, when we think of unanimous people that might get a trip to the Final Four, The Rock is definitely one of them people that we feel like is going to be headed straight to the Final Four with, with no problems. But Jim Cornette and his in his own in his in his own way is a hell of a shit talking himself, but again, he, he is is it was just the matching, you know. He, he it, unfortunately he was in the same bracket as The Rock, and for anybody that's in this bracket, if you're going up against The Rock, regardless of what round it is, chances are you're gonna take the hot L. Mm, put a pin in that because when we get to previewing the lead, hey, I'm going to enjoy this one. All right, our last matchup was on September the 7th. It was the Macho Man Randy Savage against Paul Heyman. This one of the question mark we was looking at. What was going to happen? By a vote of 16 to 10, the Macho Man moved on to the Elite Eight. Mm. Mm-hmm. What, you got? what you got, Dre? 
It was a close one. It, 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 it was close and not for nothing. I thought Paul would get the edge, but I think for a lot of the people that voted, I think they went with their emotion on this one, which not to say that Macho Man doesn't cut, cut great promos because he does, but I just think from the aspect of for the fans that voted, I think a lot of them picked with their hearts as opposed to their mind because me, I went with Paul Heyman, honestly. I went, I, 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 I went with Paul Heyman. Everything he touches is golden. Everything he speaks is golden. Like when you like this, like there's certain superstars and certain managers that speak the gospel when they when they do promos. And Paul Heyman just happens to be one of them. And I mean, Macho Man is Macho Man, but for the, for 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 that matchup, I went with Paul Heyman. So I guess I lost that one, but. And I, I, listen, I went with Paul, but no knock to Macho Man. No, I'm eager to see what's going to happen with him in the Elite Eight, though. I, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. So, congrats to Macho Man. RIP to the Macho Man. But me personally, I went with Paul Heyman. Alex, you got one correct for once. <laughs> well, that's very, that's very uh, rare. But I see where Dre is, is coming from. You see, Macho Man is, is you know, is such, you know, is a legend from the past and. When I started, Macho Man was obviously, like, there was nothing much left of him. I mean, I started in 99. I don't know if he was still wrestling at the time. And Paul Heyman, I mean, everything he touches is gold. I mean, the way he cuts promos, he's a, he's a preacher. I mean, he's a god. You just, you can, you can literally spend a whole entire day going on YouTube and watching all of Paul Heyman's promos. You won't want to stop. You'll just want to keep watching and keep watching and keep watching. It'll inspire you to actually talk to yourself in the mirror or in your car and actually cut promos on yourself, or actually pretending to cut promo on someone on somebody else. That's just how magical Paul Heyman is. But Dre is right. I mean, people spoke from the heart rather than the mind because you know Macho Man. You know, he's a legend. For some of these old school fans, I mean, Macho Man is the reason why they fell in love with wrestling. I mean, in my experience, more fans prefer Macho Man over Hulk Hogan. Believe it or not. I know a lot of people that do. I'm one of them. I mean, Macho Man's uh, finishing move was a hell of a lot cooler than Hogan's. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll take that. I'll take that up over a fucking leg drop in a heartbeat. But I mean, hey. not just the move. I mean, the the costumes, the the music, everything. Hey, yeah, Macho Man got it. September tenth, it was the Battle of the Snakes. Jake the Snake Roberts versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Alex, it was the one that rattles. Number one, this one. 21 to 10, Stone Cold to the Elite Eight. So, went for Stone Cold, but I would not say that it was a Stone Cold ass whipping. I can tell you that. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not surprised Stone Cold won because when it comes to promos, who's better? Really, what's there to think about? Even if you're not an old school fan like me, you know that Stone Cold is the man. He's the tough SOB. And of course, when everyone thinks of a Stone Cold promo, there's there's one word that'll come to mind. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. What? 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 (laughs) Uh. Go ahead, Dre. How you fine? I mean, my guy won, so I'm 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 good with that. I'm just I'm just surprised that Jake the Snake got that many votes. But 
My guy won. That's all that concerns me. But, I mean, this goes back to King of the Ring when they was in the finals. Stone Cold beat him in the finals to win King of the Ring. And now Stone Cold had to stomp a mud hole in his ass and walk it dry for him to advance to the Elite Eight. So history repeats itself. I think when it comes to Jake the Snake, people remember more of the angles he did rather than the promos. Like the the angle where uh, Earthquake squashed and killed uh, Damien the Snake. People remember more of the angles he was involved with rather than the promos. Or another pro- or another angle where he had that feud with Rick Martel, where Rick Martel sprayed him with that uh, perfume and kayfabe blinded him. Oh, where he did the thing with Macho Man, where he had this when when the snake so called bit Macho Man. Yeah. Or the, the the feud with Andre the Giant because of Andre the Giant's fear of snakes. Those are, yeah, see, there you go. So basically, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody remembers the feuds and the angles rather than rather than the promos. Yeah, I agree. The uh, right guy won, though, so let's not act like there's any controversy with this. The right guy won. The Texas rattlesnake won. The correct snake won. Like you said, the one that rattles won. <laughs> well, if you're surprised that the robbers got that many votes, maybe you're surprised that the other that this person and I'm gonna talk about next got this little amount of votes in my opinion. September 13th, the Nature Boy with Flair Woo! against the Undertaker. Jerry, mm. we 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 felt with Flair was gonna win, right? It wasn't going to be a WrestleMania 18 repeat, right? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I mean, I figured Ric Flair. But but I, I, figured, I figured Flair was going to get the dub. 20 to 4? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I'm, that, that I'm surprised with. That I'm surprised with. Because, I mean, let's be real. Undertaker was a hell of a showsman when it came to the promo. He was not one, he was not one of those superstars that was boring it goes from the gong to him walking to the ring to him turning the lights on to him having his eyes rolling back his head we all just waited for him to just start talking and start preaching the gospel again i keep saying that because he's one of those superstars as well that preaches the gospel but rick flair is rick flair this man has been doing it for lord knows how long? Whether it was in whether it was in NWA, whether it was in WWE, WWF for that matter, WCW, hell, even TNA. Everywhere he went, he was golden on the mic. Everywhere he went. So I'm not surprised that Ric Flair won, but that margin, yeah, that I'm surprised at. But the right guy won. It's no controversy here. I, I mean, I love Taker. I would have loved to see him win. But with this one, I love him, but I had to go with the Nature Boy. So I got this one right. I went with the Nature Boy. Alice, the dead man only got four votes. Well, that's a shame. But Dre is right. That and Dre made a made a key made a key statement in what he just said. The fact that Ric Flair has been wrestling for so long, for so many had well, I should say had wrestled for so long. His experience in wrestling is doubled to The Undertaker. Undertaker has probably been doing it for about, probably had done it for like 20, 25, maybe 30 years, while Ric Flair did it for well over 40. 
And Ric Flair has been in every single major promotion you can think of. Like Dre said, the NWA, WCW, WWF, TNA, everything. I mean, he hasn't. I guess the only one he hasn't appeared on would be AEW, and I'm sure. I'm sure eventually he might make an appearance or two. But but that's why Ric Flair got. I think that's why Ric Flair got the win because Ric Flair's legacy is is just so big. He's been around for so long. He's done it all. But I think that's why, yeah. Well, so we go from one, well, we go from one shocking low vote to another shocking low vote. Because we go down to the September the 16th. Alex, you had Roddy Roddy Piper against Bobby the Brain Heaton. Mm. Now, we, we, we was going with Piper, you said it. You you said it many times. The greatest one, the greatest heels of all time, if not the greatest heel of all time. Against one of the greatest managers, heel managers of all time. But twenty to five in favor of Piper. Twenty to five. What was the score? Twenty to five. Wow. You know what? But this makes me have you thinking of something. This has me thinking, imagine if Roddy Piper was managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. (laughs) Imagine how perfect that would have been. The greatest heel wrestler paired up with the greatest heel manager. Hmm. Five votes. (laughs) That's... Well, here's my explanation to why Piper won it. And I'm not just going to say it's because of the mic skills, but because of the antics that Piper did, you know, during uh, his matches while, you know, uh, hosting uh, Piper's Pit. You know, all those heel, like the eye poke and everything, you know, how he would just run around the ring screaming like a madman. I'm guessing that's why Piper won. It's not because people don't just like his promos. They love everything about Piper. I mean, there's nothing to hate about him. Dre, yet another one. It's just like, wow. Yeah, 20 to 5. I mean, I saw when you posted it, and I saw that you said Piper won. But I never, I, I, I didn't even get a chance to see the actual score. I just saw his face, so I figured, all right, Piper won. You know, I'm not, I'm not too shocked about that. But now that you're telling me what the score was, 20 to 5, that's, that's a wipeout. That's a that's a landslide victory right there. I'm like, damn, twenty to five. Like, shit. Bobby the Brain only picked up five votes. Damn. Yeah, the Undertaker only picked up four, and Heaton only picked up five. Speechless. That's the best way I can sum it up. Speechless. Uh, hey. September the 18th, we had Dusty Rose, the American Dream, versus CM Punk, Mr. Pipe Bomb himself. Mm. Dre, you asked the question, how long can that pipe bomb take him, right? It took him to the Sweet 16 because Dusty Rose, 21 to 10. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I guess... 
I guess that one promo got him this far. Dusty Rhodes got shitload of promos. You can even count the color commentary. You can you can even factor that in. So, I mean, he's a polarizing figure. Everybody loves the American Dream. R.I.P. to him as well. But I don't. And hit and 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 in his bracket, I honestly don't see anybody probably taking him down. Probably except Austin, in my opinion. And and if and if memory serves me correct, I think that's what the matchup is going to be in the Elite Eight anyway. So now I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Herman. Well, obviously I'm sh- I am shocked because I had CM Punk winning, but I should have thought of this last week or last time I should say. Dusty Rhodes, I mean, his two sons, Cody and um, Dustin, formerly known as Goldust, those two are extremely good with promos. And they learned that from their dad. So maybe, perhaps, if everybody was thinking what I am thinking, the fact that his two sons are amazing at the mic just as he was, then that's a legitimate reason for him to win. Then that's why he's... That's why he wins. Because his legacy continues, like... It's continuing. And you got CM Punk, you know, who's a first-generation dude. But just like Dre said, you know, just like Ric Flair, I mean, Dusty Rhodes had done it for decades. On commentary table, you know, in the ring, everywhere. Well, Dre, here we go. Damn. Damn. Seventh match of the round. September 22nd. Hulk Hogan against Booker T in the closest match of the Sweet 16. Alex, Hulk Hogan defeated Booker T 13 to 11. Oh boy. (laughs) Well,. Was everyone thinking? So now I'm asking for those who voted for Hogan. My question is: Were you thinking of the Hulkamania or the NWO Hogan? I think they were thinking of both. If you're gonna pair a Booker T, the five-time WCW champion, versus Hulkamania or versus Hulk Hogan, you gotta put everything together, especially for Booker T, from WCW to the WWF to uh, TNA. When it comes to these big names, you gotta put. Everything together. Everything. And ultimately, I, I'm, I suppose, people prefer Hulk Hogan. Dre, your man fell two, two votes short. Two votes. This is... I, I demand a recount. <laughs> I, I, I demand a recount, but, I mean, it is what it is, man. Book is still my man. It is what it is. Damn, I, I, I man, I, I, I was really, I was really pulling for him to get this dub. I really was. Like, I, I wanted him to advance. Cause honestly, listen, what, listen, when this tournament thing first, when you came up with the idea to do this, and I went over the bracket, something told me, for Hogan's bracket, he was going to advance 
all the way. And then when I seen Booker T's name in there, I'm like, yo, it's only perfect that this individual knocks him out, knocks him out of it. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. It did not go the way I planned. When you post, when, when you posted it and let it be known he, he lost, I just put my head down. I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with these people? But it's like Alex said, like they they based, I, I honestly think that they factored in both Hogan's. Both Hogan's. But Booker, you still my man. It is what it is. And being that you're being that you're going fishing, like they say on inside of the NBA. I think it's only right that you go out on this note. I gave him an opportunity. I set it up perfectly for you. One more time, Booker. One more. Just one more time. And you know, people who people who voted for Booker T was referring to that. That's why he should that that's why he should have advanced. That listen, when we talk about CM Punk with his one promo, getting him to advance, that one promo for Booker should have had him advance all the way to the Elite Eight. And then whoever he's paired up with, let's see what happens from there. But, hey, you're right, Alex. When you fight the ring, you know, the, the real American Hulk Hogan and the NWO Hollywood Hulk Hogan, I mean, I, people people felt they couldn't deny that one. Let me say this. You guys noticed that after Booker T finished what he's saying, you noticed that he reacted and realized that he screwed up or, like, he put his hands on his face and, like, reacted. That's, that's had- what made that's what make not to cut you off. That's what makes it so golden because he know he fucked up. He know like, like like he know he screwed up. His reaction will make you think, oh, he in the moment he's all riled up. Yeah. But no, he like, oh fuck, I might be done. <laughs> exactly. You see that he was in the moment because if he hadn't done that, people would have think that he was just acting. So Booker T really put his emotions. In, okay, that's how you cut a promo, folks. You gotta cut it like you mean it. Oh, that's 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 golden, man. Golden. Yeah. Well, and then our last match took place on September twenty fifth to solidify the Elite Eight. The Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. I don't think he could have played Jerry enough to pick him for this one. Against John Cena. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he wasn't beating Cena. That 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 wasn't happening. Not not only did Cena win, he he doubled the million dollar man. 14 to 7. I guess money can't buy everything now, can it? No, it can't. No, it can't. So in that case, Ted DiBiase should stop saying that everybody has a price. Well, perhaps, well, you know, no, everybody had a price. I guess maybe for once, somebody had a price that was a bit too high for him. Mm-hmm. You couldn't give, you couldn't give an offer that they couldn't refuse. 
you was going up against Cena Nation, and Cena is Cena. I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, I had somebody, I had somebody come and say they want, they, they were shocked that Cena won. That they were shocked that Cena beat Ted DiBiase. Yes, I'm not shocked at all. Well, there's the advantage again for John Cena. You take both John Cenas, the Doctor of Thugonomics and the leader of C Nation. Put those two together, and, and then for Ted DiBiase, all we know him is from the the Million Dollar Man. I mean, that's two gimmicks on one. I mean, DiBiase had wrestled for so many years, but before the Million Dollar Man, he didn't have a recognizable character. At least, not that I know of, at least. I know for a fact I didn't. I mean, in WCW, Ted DiBiase was not an active competitor. He was just a manager. He was, he was like, portrayed as the financer of the NWO. Well, just to recap, The Rock took down Jim Cornette. Macho Man mm-hmm. took down Paul Heyman. Stone Cold Steve Austin took out Jake the Snake Roberts. Rick Flair Woo-hoo! did not rest in peace against the Undertaker. Piper took down Heaton. The American Dream outdid Pipe Bomb. Hogan over Booker T. And Cena over Ted DiBiase. We feel pretty good. Well, we're feeling pretty good how things went in the Sweet 16. And we've now been, it's time for been, the Elite 8. And now that we're in the Elite 8, I mean, we said this coming into the Sweet 16. Shit just got real, right? <laughs> we've been saying that after every round. Yeah, so, so I guess now we should say shit just got even more real. Shit got even more real now because now... You, you 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 look at you look at these finals for these respected brackets. It's some shit. Look, look at the rock bracket. Uh, a, a, a rivalry relived. Matter of fact, you probably can say for three out of four wins a rivalry relived. Mm. Yeah, man, shit got real, real, real. So let me go ahead. Alice, the Flair Brackets final is Ric Flair Woo! against Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm. I don't remember those two ever having a rivalry. Now, if we were talking Ric Flair and Dusty Rose, that's definitely old school. But now we got the dirtiest player in the game versus the he- biggest heel of all time. Huh. But then again, if they're if, if, the dirtiest player in the game is is another way of saying the biggest heel, isn't it? So this match yeah. is gonna is gonna prove who really is the better heel. What do you think, Dre? Is Piper and Flair? Uh, I'll say it now. I'm I, I, I'm going with Flair. I'm I'm so that's that's one zip right now. <laughs> I got I, I I'm going I'm going with Flair, but uh, I, I I I see I see him representing his bracket and getting out of it. It's kind of like the Yukon girls, you know. They had they had their own 
UConn region or whatever the case may be, and they advance all the way to the Final Four. Well, Rick Flair's about to do that in his bracket. He's going to get all the way to the Final Four. Alex, when you get the chance, look up at your old wrestling. You'll see a lot of Piper versus Flair. Trust me, them two ain't strangers to each other. I most certainly will, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Piper. Ooh, Dre's going with the Nate, and I was going with Piper. You gotta go with Nate. You, you you gotta go with Nate. All right, I'm liking this. Let's see how this goes, cause Dre, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you talk about the Dusty Rose final. Dusty Rose, the American Dream, against ah man, oh man, my guy, the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Listen, I'm gonna be hella biased. I'm going with my man Austin. I've been with him from the beginning. I gotta stick with him, but. This I, I kind of I, yeah, I kind of figured that we would be getting here. It was either it, it was either Austin against Dusty Rhodes or CM Punk, but I think it's only I, I think it's only fitting that it's Austin and Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. I am nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I am. Alex. I'm gonna have to go with the tough SOB. You gotta represent the state of Texas. You gotta support the state of Texas. That hasn't been going too well for you this year. No, not really. But hey, you wanna that's two zero for Austin. <laughs> but what do the what do the people say when we get to this matchup? It's the real thing. Dusty Rose, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Alex, I'm going to let you get the Hogan in front of me because you actually called it. You actually called this one. Hulk Hogan and the Macho King. Oh, let's go. Bye, Hogan. See, just like we said, shit just got even more real. Now, remember, Bye. guys, Hogan and, Macho, Hogan and Macho Man had legitimate heat on each other. The Mega Powers will unite. <laughs> the Mega Powers unite. Again. But they're going to split again, but this time, who's going to take which one out? Is Hogan going to win again, or is Macho Man going to rectify what happened? Macho Man, get him. Get him. Since everybody loves Hogan, I have to say Hogan's got to be the favorite. But if we're, if we're talking from being wrestling fans like me, Macho Man, Randy Savage, is the guy that that they would say would win. But for me... I hate to say it, but I think Hogan's probably going to win it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm interested in saying this one because I don't know if Dre had an opportunity to look at the comments. That's a lot of people that don't like Hogan. No, but see, like, I, 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 honestly, I honestly don't want people to not pick him just because they personally don't like him. Like, Part of my reason for having for not picking well, I mean, against Booker, 
I definitely just want a booker to take him out. But aside from that, even with me personally, personally not liking him, if you notice in all the other matchups, I picked him to win, except probably against Valentine Dream. So prior to that, I had Hogan winning all those matchups, except the Valentine Dream one. I was hoping that he'll pull it off. And then, of course, with Booker T, I definitely wasn't rooting for him for that. Now we get to the point where I definitely want to see him lose because I think these guys that he's going up against cut better promos than him. But for everybody else, I'm hoping that they're not just going against him because they personally hate him. Like, just pick the right guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, pick the right guy as far as the promos is concerned. Who's better on the mic? And even with this matchup, Hogan and Macho Man, like, I know I'm saying, oh, get Hogan out of there, but honestly, in my honest opinion, I do think Macho Man cuts better promos. I do think he's better on the mic than Hulk Hogan. Well, if everybody follows your lead, then Macho Man's the guy to win. So we can only hope that people understand what you're saying. I hope so. I, I hope so, too. But, of course, you're going to get some of them that's they, – they, they're not going to follow that. They're going to go with their emotion, and we we, we, we we can't control that. But deep down inside, hey, as long as Hogan's gone, I'm good with that. <laughs> well, oh. you, just, you just might get your wish. No final four for him. No. I cannot wait for this one. Man, oh, man. I have another rivalry renewed. And then we get to the rock bracket. <laughs> Talk to rivalry renewed. And now, I'm in Dre's spot. Because it's John Cena versus The Rock. Mm-mm-mm. Like, we were living WrestleMania, what was it? Was it 28? 28 and 29. 28. When it was called Once in a Lifetime. In a Lifetime. Miami, Florida. We all know who won that matchup. Mm-hmm. But now we talking promos. The Brahma Bull. The People's Champ. Again, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. I like what you did I like what you did there, Darnell. You talk, you, you, you talk about the, the WrestleMania 28. You don't want to talk about the 29 one. I get what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, the 29 ones was when they actually, you know, had a level of respect for each other. Still, it still happened. It still happened. Yeah, Johnson. But this when they, but this when they started, it was bombshells dropping. Oh no, absolutely. But you know. You gotta call it fair. They 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 they, they, they went twice. They went it's twice. But, but 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 the iconic matchup, the, the the big the big big matchup. Yes, the Rock won. But I mean, Cena did get him too. So it's one one. This right here is the tiebreaker. <laughs> this is the tiebreaker. Winner takes all. <laughs> yeah. Alice, you can go ahead and jump in here. Wow. I mean, I, I remember watching that match, The Rock versus John Cena, WrestleMania 28, with my friend who's a huge John Cena guy, and he was crying when The Rock won. I'm not, even, and I'm not kidding. Now I didn't want to say, do you do know? I mean, come on, you know this is this was you know whatever. I'm like, no, he wanted, 
he actually thought The Rock would want John Cena to get over him. Like, yeah, but it's not about getting over or whatnot. This is once-in-a-lifetime thing. I mean, he was devastated, but I knew The Rock would win. I mean, I knew The Rock was going to whip John Cena's candy ass. He ain't him all that money to come back to lose. Exactly. I, I say, why would Vince pay him all that money just to see him lose? Think about it. But now at the end of the day, since, you know, they rematched a year later, I mean, and I watched that, and I watched that pay-per-view also with him, like, and then he, then he was happy. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, there was that respect, like, you know, yeah, for the first match, these two legitimately actually had heat, but they had to work. And then after that, since they stole the show, they were able to actually reconcile, and that next match, you know, everything was cool, but yeah, I think The Rock wins this one, guys. Because as John, as great as John Cena is, let's be honest. We remember we we talk more about The Rock's promos than we do John Cena's. Like The Rock, like that thing with the British Bulldog and Triple H when he uh, rock bottoms the British Bulldog and the glasses never fail when he goes one, two. It doesn't matter if The Rock counts to three. I mean, we all remember that. I mean, I was a kid when that took place, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Or that uh, heel promo that The Rock cut in Toronto. Do you guys know what, what, the one I'm talking about? <laughs> see, see, because for the for the rock, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was my favorite one of all. See, that's what gives the rock another advantage because the rock could. Everybody loves his promos, whether he was heel or a face. That's what gives the rock a, another advantage because everybody loves loved him, whether he was heel or not, heel or face. His promos were great. That might be the that might be the one knock on Cena, Dre. WWE never pulled the trigger on him turning back heel. And I think they should have done it. And you know how they should have done it, Dre? I mean, you guys are, I don't know if you guys are with me, but imagine if John Cena had joined the authority. <laughs> imagine that. And that's, and that's, and then that would have been like Hulk Hogan joining the NW, uh, forming the NWO. Hell yeah. We're going from Johnson to wear shirts and T-shirts to wearing a suit. Well, I don't know why. I mean, Seth Rollins never wore a suit, so I don't, I, I don't know if John Cena would have worn a suit. Yeah, he did. I don't. Did he? Yeah. Oh, Kane, Kane did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some times he did. Okay, he probably did, but. What suit when he was with the authority? It was funny. It's just so funny watching, seeing Kane wear a suit. Corporate game. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all better get ready. Elite Eight. Flair versus Piper. Rose versus Austin. Hogan versus Savage. Rock versus Cena. Who's going to the final four? Let's go. Let's go. It's getting down to the nitty gritty. Y'all hate thinking. Y'all hate thinking in the sweet sixteen. Y'all gonna really gonna hate thinking now. I'm gonna love this. I'm going to enjoy this. With that being said, I don't know. Do I have any wrestling news I want to talk about? You know what? Did anybody catch Clash of Champions? I understand that uh, during the match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, uh, several legends interfered. 
But, but, but that's how it is, right? I mean, based on the story, obviously at the conclusion, every legend's going to interfere and help the babyface win, right? So it's nothing surprising. The funny part was at the end, though. Dre, did you did you catch Clash of Champions? Oh nah, nah. I, I gotta I, I I I gotta chop it up. I've heard I've heard, I've heard some stuff about it. I mean, of course, you know, I saw bits and pieces on YouTube, but I didn't really, 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 really get sit there and decipher it. But I'll probably chop it up probably tomorrow. I'm gonna put it to you like this: when you see the ending, you gonna think of John Cena. You'll you'll get you'll get my point. Well, actually, there is something about wrestling that maybe we should talk about. I, I hear that Rey Mysterio's daughter is rumored to be put in a storyline, a romantic storyline with Buddy Murphy. Because of people, some people are concerned because recently, wasn't there this, like, thing where these female, like, well, you, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like, this kind of thing uh, about allegations all of a sudden surfacing. So, why? Yeah, so why – and then Aaliyah Mysterio is 19 while Buddy Murphy is 31, so everybody's, like, mad that yeah, they're putting yeah, – yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm, – I'm, I, I definitely don't – I definitely don't think this is a good idea, but this this, this right here just tells you that them writers that's behind the scenes are, are just fucking dumbasses. This is a storyline that they need to just get rid of. They should have just – they should have just done with it once Dominique – what was it? Did he beat Seth Rollins at SummerSlam or Seth Rollins or he lost? He lost. No, he lost. He lost. should have left it alone right then and there. But now you want to bring all the other members of the family into this now. And now you got Buddy Murphy, who's now 31 years old, like you said. Couldn't hang with Alexa Bliss. And now he's going after a 19-year-old. But okay. You know what? We need. We might need to do a special. Or like hell in the cell or something because we can go on about this. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. Raw, I don't really watch Raw like that. SmackDown, I'm heavily I'm heavily invested in SmackDown more than I am Raw. You I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. You gonna be definitely invested in SmackDown if you watch Clash of Champions. Yeah, I, I hear SmackDown's actually uh, really good. It's, it's actually becoming good again. So I no, might have I, to start watching no, I, again. Listen, right now, I think SmackDown is the A-side. It's, Look, not, it's, it's not wrong. Dre, you can watch the whole pay-per-view. Alex, just go to the main event for Clapping Champion. That's all you got to do. And you're going you to see why SmackDown is going to be on the rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the only... Honestly, the only positive thing I like on Raw... Is the hurt business? That's it. I like Royal Underground. I I I, I, lo- I mean, listen, and I'll get like I I I I I I'll get off after I say this because I got I got other things I gotta take care of. When MVP came back, we all laughed at that. Oh, why the fuck is he coming back? He's useless. Yada yada yada. And look what he's done. He's made Bobby Lashley relevant. Delvin Benjamin, who was lost in the shuffle, he's back relevant again. And now look what he done did with Cedric Cedric Alexander. All that's left is for Ricochet to join the crew. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Or 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 maybe even Apollo. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We went through the Sweet 16. We are set for the Elite 8, and we gave you some wrestling talking points. So, you can catch the ESPN Dre Day on his podcast, Sports Wave Dre Day. Just dropped his NBA Finals preview. And yes. you did your week, thir- your week three review, right? Of the NFL. Oh yeah, that's that, that, that's coming down the pipeline. I'm 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 actually I'm actually gonna work on that probably tonight and probably get that shit out on Thursday. So you got that. Bear Manitessa, he's killing it with into the net LC and Cowboys talk. Yes. I'm out from Cowboys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I gotta say about my show. Okay. And for those of you, if you're easily offended when somebody says Cowboys suck. Well, you need to listen to my show and understand why I actually criticize it because I don't sugarcoat nothing. I tell it like it is. I'm not those radios who are just going to say, make excuses. No, I'm just going to say it like it is. They are not a good football team. If you want to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth regarding the Cowboys, then Cowboys Talk is the show for you. Talk dirty. Talk dirty. You heard him. And you'll get to hear my finals, my finals preview this week also. And you know I got to do it. It'll be coming down. And then I'm getting ready for week four of the NFL as my Rams are trying to bounce back from a hurtful loss to the Buffalo Bills. And we're going to take it out on them damn Giants. So that should be a very short episode to talk about because there ain't nothing much to talk about with the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a nasty one. So, from Brooklyn, Dre Day, out in Texas, out of from Jacksonville, the playmaker down there, Suns, we'll holler at y'all when we talk Final Four. Peace to love, y'all. Be safe. Stay safe. See you later, everybody. Y'all be safe. <laughs>